Yeah, all right. Yeah, this looks like it's working. You're probably working. Trivia. I just posted this on IG. When, we'll give people 10 seconds to think about it and answer. When is a That Sounds About Right podcast episode over? Hold your answer in your head. When I have to pee. When Shane has to pee. When I have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I actually do love that that's like what people know about it too. Like, <laughs> like, I see oh, it all Shane, the time. Yeah. yeah. Let me, um, I'm going to, we're, we're, this is the podcast. Is it? Rolling. Okay. But I'm turning this bitch down. Easy. Am I eating it too much? Yeah. That's what she's, that's what she's saying. That, that's what, that's what she said before we had feminist rights. <laughs> this is, we're, I will never be canceled. <laughs> you're but un- somebody you're might. You know? So bad, you're uncancelable. I I'll claim uh, naivety and Michael Scott from The Office. That joke is just yeah, it's, it's, too, it's, been, it's, too, it's, it's all timeless, time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm um, sorry. Forgive me, Father. I know not what I do. I miss you, man. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, man. You've been really busy. That's uh, so for for everybody listening. The um and and maybe watching <laughs> uh season two, two angles is, uh, yeah season two has been a little bit tough just because uh we you've had some life events happen i've had some life some good that makes it sound like someone died yeah someone alive Grandma is no longer with so, us yeah. <laughs> thank god that's not the case yes i had a baby i had a baby we had a baby and the crowd goes wild in the silent upstairs yeah. loft of east west studios in los angeles congratulations California. on that that's thank amazing you, uh will sent me i had a lot of gifts actually which is kind a lot of good friends anyone watching thank you for your gifts no one though sent me a bigger gift than you did, and that's true. Wow. That looks really good for you right now in this. You know what I mean? Wow! Will sent me a baller ass gift card, so I, thank you, man. I um yeah well I, you know I I thought you know, you actually should thank my ex wife because I literally <laughs> messaged her and I was like, what do you get somebody with a baby? Yeah, <laughs> with she, a baby. That's so classic. <laughs> and she's like, you are an idiot. First of all, and oh, second so of all, like, well, what? You know, like, how do you know this person? I was like, yeah. well, you know, he's my podcast partner and, and friend and all that. And she's like, she's like, well, get him a gift card from Uber Eats because, like, they're not going to want to go make food. I'm you know? fresh. She's like, that's that's the number one. Is they're not one hundred percent. I'm fresh from or still in sort of that like baby bubble space. Mm-hmm. That's the best gift. If anyone, no one asks. Maybe that's the point of today's podcast. Is right. if you absorb that information, yeah, you learn something. Thing, if you're going to get somebody buy, who just had a baby, truly. But yeah, you ball hard. We had good friends give us big gift cards. Our pastors got us a big gift card. No, no one's gift card. Will's rich, you guys. I'm gonna ask after this if I, I can have, borrow some money. I have. I should have cashed it out. No, I am. <laughs> I'm. I'm not rich at all. I am just the least conservative fiscally person <laughs> that's, ever. That's I will so literally because, like, I you know, some people are saving their money for their co- kids' college education, sure. you know, or retirement. I'm trying to enjoy life now. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. I'm trying to enjoy life now. And also, my kid's really smart, man. She'll be fine. She'll be, <laughs> <laughs> She'll be fine. That's so classic. That's your plan. Yeah. My kid's smart. And, and the more money I spend now, the poorer I look. So on paper, yeah. she'll get better scholarships. Yeah, she'll be You're doing the work, really. Well, You're putting also, in the best work you can. The real truth is that I've already done the work hardcore because you got being, shot. Because I got a purple heart. Hell yeah. Many, many states give. Uh, scholarships and and free it sounds like i'm being irreverent if being shot should uh net anything it's free college just free stuff for For the rest of your life for for somebody yeah you know and also i think i don't know if this is a thing and i know that they were trying to do this before but they um they um tried i don't know if they enacted this legislation but i'll need to look into it eventually soon because my daughter's almost going to be in college soon uh but they they had legislation in works that was supposed to be if you did not use your gi bill you could give those benefits to your children interesting and 
I did not use my GI Bill. Sure. You so know? you can pass it to her. So I should be able to pass Incredible. it Incredible. I paid yeah. for that shit. You yeah. know, somebody should get college money for this I shit. know that this is not the conversation we're going to have here today. And I know that the country is far from perfect. Like, so for the other end of the spectrum. But if, if there's anything that you should be able to wave your hand and be like, hey, take care of this is someone who's been shot for yeah. the government's sake. Yes. There's a lot. That's maybe unfair to say because there's a lot of shit they should be taking care of. But if I were you... Anytime that they don't handle anything, I'd just be kicking and screaming. I mean, like, I, Look, I, I didn't get shot for your shitty war <laughs> for you to not pay for my daughter's college. I have you know? absolutely. I'm sorry for my language, mom. Uh, he was shot. The man was shot. This is serious. I, I have absolutely like been pulled over by a cop before and been like, this is this is what I got shot for. This is what my country gives me whenever I got shot. Like I am what like if all the things I'm I'm not. Like, I, you'll never catch me. I don't care if I'm, like, the face of audio engineering and the most famous yeah. engineer that has ever existed in the world. You will never catch me being like, do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. But you will but, absolutely catch me being like, I've been shot. Like That's absolutely, <laughs> I, you should. This is actually really funny. I've been pulled over multiple times recently. Yeah. Uh, so about a year and a half ago, I was here working a session, and my friend Mr. Hudson, who um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. did the sang on the Jay-Z song, worked with Kanye, great producer, great singer, blah, blah, blah. Um, he, he was coming in for a session as well with me, and um, the person who was driving him uh, had a big like SUV, and they clipped my taillight pulling into the oh. into the parking space. The parking lot's really tight back there. I, if you've ever parked, it is tight. I yeah, wouldn't go back tiny. there anymore. Yeah, it's very yeah. I don't park back there ever no. if I don't yeah. have to. So, well, on the um, TZO episode, he was like talking about parking his G-Wagon back there. Right, yeah. It's like, what are you doing, <laughs> we bro? Park on the street, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he clipped my taillight. That was about a year and a half ago. I have not yet fixed it. <laughs> Classic. I again, would have guessed that of you. Yeah. Again, I gave you a huge gift, and yeah. <laughs> and that could have easily covered the cost yeah. of a taillight. Oh, so but I'm just not responsible yeah. with money. So anyway, so I um, I, I had this taillight out, but it was still working. It sure. was just it, it was broken, yeah. right? And uh, and like there was it was just like a white light now because it's not yeah. you know the red. Co- so in the last like three weeks, I've been pulled over about six times because the light finally really? went out. Yeah. And so now I'm starting to sure. like attract yeah. attention, especially in Glendale, where cops have nothing better to do with their time sure, than the pull to pull over, over people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I keep getting pulled over. <laughs> and every time the first time I got pulled over, I was on my way back from Arizona visiting my daughter and I'm driving back along. And I see the cop sitting on the side, yeah. and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And I'm like, I, I'm speeding, but I'm not doing an excess that would get you pulled over on the sure. the desert freeway between yeah. here and, and Phoenix. They expect you know? they're adding 10. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, um, so they get behind me, and I'm immediately like, fuck, all right, cool. Like, this sucks, but, uh, you know, no big deal. I got, I got some weed in my car, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, nothing, nothing serious or whatever. They pull me over and they ask me to step out of the car. Interesting. And I was like, all right, uh, this is only going to go better for me because just so happens, I mean, I have flare-ups with my injuries and everything, but it just so happened I happened to be in a lot of pain that day, sure. especially driving back and forth in six hours sure, in the yeah, car. Yeah, caught in one position Messes for hours. Messes my back up yeah. really bad. My legs hurt a lot. So I go to get out of the car, and I'm, like, struggling a little bit, yeah. you know? Like, And they're like, uh, you okay? You have an injury? I'm like, well, I'm disabled. I got shot. And they're like, oh, you got shot? Like, how did you? Wh- wh- how did that happen? And I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm so glad the, you asked. The, yeah, so glad you asked. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I was in the Marines and blah, blah, blah. And, and they were like, oh, we're, you know, and cops always ask, this is how it always goes. They ask, you, you, you throw in this little thing and then they're like, look for 
uh, like some evidence, right? They'll be like, so, so where were you stationed? Yeah. Where were you? Blah blah blah. Sure. And they, you know, start where where did you get? Where were you injured at? But yeah. you know, and so I I answer all those questions correctly. Yeah, and then they're like. You know, uh, we got a lot of people that traffic drugs back and forth between Phoenix and and, and uh, California. Can we search your car? Interesting. And I was like, normally, I'm like, fuck no, you can't yeah. search my car. Yeah. Take me to jail. You can't yeah. search my car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I knew I didn't have anything in because sure. I'm traveling across state lines and yeah. everything. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So they, they search my car. They find the weed. Yeah. And they, I mean, they search barely at all like they sure, just, just open around, the glove yeah. box open a bag you yeah. know and then they're like is that all you have is the weed and i'm like yeah and they're like you're technically not allowed to cross state lines with weed so if sure. you are going to california this isn't technically legal and blah 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 but we're gonna you know you've been through enough in your life to, you know and this is always how it goes yeah. and then literally and i called my ex too because she hates to hear about this she's like sure. she's the person that's like does it stress her out no, it makes her mad. It makes oh, okay, her mad because okay, yeah. she's like, you never face consequences for anything that you do. You literally do yeah. not face consequences. Everything yeah. just works for you. Oh, and I'm like, man. I got shot. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I'm it not going to use that. It didn't work for me then. Yeah. One and, big time it didn't work. Yeah. So now it's was the time payback. I got yeah. blown to pieces and parts of my leg are missing. You yeah. Know? So yeah, so... Uh, so that was the first time. And then I got pulled over again in Glendale and I was like, uh-oh, because I was like, I don't have any reason to say why I'm driving to California or they're not sure, going to. Yeah. So the other thing that I do, this is my other trick, is when a cop pulls me over, yeah. I put my hands very clearly up yeah. and then on the steering wheel, sure. right? Yeah. Now they teach you to do that in... Um, in uh, in uh, concealed weapons courses. Okay. So is this like sending the signal? Like I'm, I know I'm, what's up. I, am, I know. I, I what you're saying is I have a weapon in the car and I am you Got know you. I am making you feel safe, right? But whenever the cop comes up, they'll ask, "Do you have a weapon in the car?" Sure, because yeah. I do that, and I go, "Oh no, I I was a marine, so I you know I I've had to come up to a few cars at night. Just want to make you guys feel safe. Nice. <laughs> Flip it on them real quick. Yeah, works." Yeah. Every oh, I'm sure. Time. Did you get off that too? Yeah, absolutely. hell yeah, you did. I've got. Oh, I, they don't write a ticket, nothing. Yeah. They just send me on my way. Tell me, hey, make sure you get that fixed. I still haven't gotten fixed. It's been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? got, like, I'm sure you have more tricks up your sleeve. Yeah, I'll uh, never run out of them. You, if anyone who doesn't know Will uh, this way, you're about as close to anarchy or an anarchist as it gets. Yeah, you may be the only. There's got to be like, there's the smallest subset of people in the world who are anarchists who also have a purple heart. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like the smallest sliver of the pie. And I am... You should start a Facebook group or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like buddies with purple I'm, hearts I'm probably, who are anarchists. Uh, I, I'm like, like, if you go further left than where I'm at, like you have to disavow all electronics and move to the woods and start sure, sure. and right letter bombs <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Shit, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah not totally. that I'm doing that no, no. I'm just saying if you want to go farther you know what's fun God we got, <laughs> let's move on after this but like the pipeline you would know this better than I would but the pipeline of people injured seriously injured in wars who then maybe have some kind of come to Jesus moment, figuratively speaking, about not believing in what they were fighting for, what they got shot for, or what they killed for. It's the born on the Fourth of July Tom Cruise moment. Yes, to to anarchy and further is it makes too much sense. And it's, it's got to be quite a pipeline. I will say that this that this it is insane to me because when I was younger, seeing those movies, seeing Full Metal Jacket, I wasn't realizing the message that I was supposed to be realizing. Sure, you know, sure. I was not realizing that like I this. Think, is, I think a lot of people overlook it. Of course, you know, it's like you see Full Metal Jacket and you like you see the boot 
boot camp and you see all that stuff and that's like and the war and the funny stuff and, yeah. uh, and you, how do you shoot women and children easy you don't lead them as much type shit you know yeah. it's like that's yeah. the joke and then as you get older you start realizing more and more like the uh the connection between what those people were trying to say and sure. and how you actually feel and this yeah. is something not to get all Israel Palestine on everybody right now yeah. but this is something that like I have been I spoke on this on my live just the other day because um it is to me like the greatest tragedy of all is is um is uh is war is is any type of war no matter what it is like no matter how justified Israel feels in protecting themselves I still can look at Palestinians and sure. see how many innocent people are being killed Certainly. in that country and Certainly. feel incredible empathy because of my own uh, my own. I even wrote out this whole like two page long thing because I was like, people kept asking me about my opinion sure. on it and shit. Yeah. And I felt a bit like that Rick and Morty episode where Morty's like, no, it's just something he always talks about when he gets drunk, you know? And what is Israel, you know? But, yeah. um, you know, it's like this thing. It's like, I don't. I, I feel for everybody who is a victim of this of this situation because yeah. like I can I can remember exactly what it felt like to feel like the hero yeah. in Baghdad whenever yeah. we were walking through the streets and people were cheering us on and good Bush good America we love you wow. and all that wow. stuff and then literally like three weeks later when we're getting attacked for by the first like you know get the fuck out of our country people yeah. and I always think about the the empathy of of how to put yourself in someone like that's shoes. Sure. Yeah. And be able to look and say like, like this is, if you were born in Iraq in, you know, uh, 1984, say you were my age, yeah. you know, 1984, you're born in Iraq. You would have absolutely have been the type of person who was fighting against me. And Certainly. It, it, yeah. The only thing that determined that, you know, is just my, my, imaginary lines on a map that sure. put me in in America and yeah. not in another country and yeah. and the world and it's it's very hard for me now to not look and see and be empathetic towards any side like uh this is I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before but when we when I got shot we were fighting against an organization called the Mahdi militia yeah who was um who was underneath uh, a a cleric a muslim cleric named Muqtada al-Sadr Muqtada al-Sadr is now the de facto leader of Iraq. You oh, know, wow. this guy was fighting against Americans yeah. and like, like literally carrying a gun in yeah. the street against us and is now the leader of that country. And it is impossible for me to, to ignore the fact that what we were calling as insurgents sure. are literally now recognized as freedom fighters, sure. you know? Yeah. And that is, yeah, yeah. that is my, that's my statement on that. I get situation it. Yeah. It's the, uh, like, are, are we the baddies? Yes. Mean. Are we the yeah. baddies? Yeah. We are in fact the baddies yeah. very often, yeah. you know, and, and the legacy that we leave behind. And I would only bring this up right now as that, because we are in this place in the world that we are looking around and seeing all this fucking horrible shit happening yeah. and it's harder and harder to live in America even. Yeah. You know, imagine what it's like being in a poor country that doesn't have real opportunities that you're not going to college sure. or anything like that. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you you really don't have a lot of options and especially if you look at something like Palestine where it's like these people are, like what... What, what's the real trajectory? Right now, it's something like 60% of Palestinians are under the age of 20 or something sure. like yeah, that. It's born like, dead is the what, phrase I've heard. Yeah, just what born could into you it. possibly do with your life? Of course, yeah. you're going to get radicalized and pushed towards. Like, I'm not saying that all Palestinians are radicalized. I don't want that to be the meme that gets sure. made out of this. Yeah. But, but 
you know, no, of you can course, see the path. Well, of, course, of course, you're going to fight back. If you yeah. look at that and you see everybody is like that's a, a, a mile away from you, yeah. has all the opportunities in the world and can travel around the world, and like with an a, with a Palestinian passport, you can't even leave Palestine. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like that's you're. What do you do? You yeah. know. So, um, so yeah. So I'm not saying that anybody is good or bad in this situation. I am just saying that you know some empathy would do the world leaders some fucking. Yeah. you know, positive shit for all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. That being said, in the trajectory of, of this conversation, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking, I, I do want to talk about, that. Uh, this is what I really thought was the goal for today was to talk about, in fact, goals, you know, because you're right now, you have a new child. I do. You now have three kids. Jules, that you have to Jules Faye. Shout out Jules. Jules Faye. Love it. Uh, I love that you didn't go just ridiculous with a name. I love that it wasn't like J uh Y O O Sure. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. E L S pronounced Jules. Sometimes yeah, you you see a kid's name and you're like, "Oh, that's for the parent." That's yeah. for the, that's yeah. for them. They just yeah. couldn't wait Braden to Braden with 3 A's, you know. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. And a Y. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so you now have three kids that you have to put through college potentially. Yeah. Um and and that cannot be I've not thought that far ahead, but yeah, I know, but that, and exactly. And that can't, that can't be your focus sure, because yeah. your focus cannot be, how do I get money to put my kids through college? Your yeah. focus has to be, how do I maintain my career in a way that yeah. can put my kids through college? So the, the focus of this today, I thought would be setting goals and accomplishing goals, but in the perspective of where you're at right now. Right. Yeah. So first off, my question would be, where do you see yourself in 10 years in this industry? Yeah. Uh, that'll put, uh, how, how old is your son's the oldest? My son is seven. Yep. Almost so that'll eight, put him yeah. almost in college. Literally. Right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so 10 years from now, where do you see yourself in this career? And, uh, and where do you see your, um, wh- how do you see that being, uh, able to financially set yourself up to do these things? Yeah. Right. And also, what steps are you taking now to achieve this? Now, big, long question. Sure. Yeah, right? yeah I get it. I love but, it. But overarching theme on this one. Yeah. Where, how do you, how do you, where do you see your, let's start with that one. Where do you see yourself in 10 years on, on this sure. career? Yeah. God, it's a massive question, not only practically, but like for me, spiritually. My wife and I are talking all the time about not only what we want, what we think we want, but my belief in God and, and that there is some plan that I can't always see and my openness to to believing that there's something that maybe isn't what I want, but that's better. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm going to preach an entire sermon, but we were talking, we were on a walk earlier today. Our first walk with our baby, by the way, we went to Larchmont, shout out Larchmont. um, And she shat her pants (laughs) everywhere, which is like a meme of having a kid. We've had three, so we, but we must've looked like new parents everywhere. Uh, So that's not what you asked, but now you guys have that information, but we're talking about that stuff on the walk. So I'm going to give an answer, but my, the first part of, uh, of the answer, the honest Truth is like, I don't entirely know. I'm okay with that. Like I'm, right. I'm making wise steps as wise as I can. Um, and I'm, I'm making plans and I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying to be diligent with what I have, you know, right. like steward well what I, what I have and what I've been given while also being completely open uh, to things I don't know. And, right. and, and even, believe, like I said, believing that like for, for me, and I can't not make it spiritual, so I'm just going to go for it. But in my life, there have been many times where I have planned or thought I wanted one thing only to get, uh, let's say there's a, a map, like a line where I'm headed, right? right? And I think when I get here that this is what I want. And I get there and I get something else and I'm like, oh my God, 
thank, thank God, God I didn't, I didn't get that. the yeah. thing I thought I wanted. This is so much well, better. I mean, for me, that's I thought I was going to be a history teacher. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I thought that's what I was going to do with <laughs> yeah. my life was be yeah. a history. Can Honestly, a history teacher with a, <laughs> but with a purple heart. That's a hell of a, like that's a hell of a be, credential. It would be cool yeah. if I had a history teacher like teach, me. I'd probably be like, oh, you shit, could I love you could teach the hell out of like political science, some kind of like social history adjacent type thing at some liberal college, you'd kill it. You know what I mean? Lead a march or something. Um, so yeah, I've said, I've given enough preface, but like, that's the truth is I'll, I'll answer it, but like, I'm pretty open. And I, I yeah. really believe that no matter how uh, big my dreams are, how specific they are, that when I get there, however it works out, yeah. however close or far it is I, from what I envisioned, it will be fine and, and I even will better. definitely say on that mark, like for anybody who's like setting goals in their yeah. life right now. Uh, you know, it's like the Mike Tyson saying the first, the, the or, or everybody has a plan until they sure, get punched a, yep. in the mouth, you yeah, know, and it's yep. like, uh, and, and the war saying is everybody has a plan and the first casualty of, of war is the plan, you sure. know, and, yeah. and that yeah. is. Uh, that's probably the most true thing I've ever felt in my life is yep. like, I've thought so many things about how I was going to get to places in my life. And just like you said, you, you reach this point where you realize like you accomplished a goal in a different way than you were planning. Totally. And, and the result was completely different from what you thought, yeah. but you are now uh, so much happier for sure. having yeah. that thing. So it's like, sometimes it's really great to have, um, you know, the, the plan go to shit yeah. and you, and the goal not so get true. accomplished yeah. the way you thought. So true. The language my wife and I use is like holding a, a goal or a dream with an open hand mm -hmm. where you, this is what I want. I'm going to put it I out like here. That. This is what I want. But like if something else comes that's better, right. even if it doesn't feel, but you kind of have to be open always, even when things are shitty and really difficult, a death in the family or, or you know, some really tough traumatic life experience, you kind of have to hold it with an open hand and trust that no matter how this thing comes to fruition, it's going to be better for me. And when I get there, it would be better than if I had been able to force what I wanted. Yeah. Um, I really like that holding your goal with an open hand. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant real. because I it is like you're, you got it. It's here. Yeah. But but there's there's room, dude. You know, there's I've room. learned, and again, for me, it's spiritual, but it doesn't have to be. The I think the principle holds truth, and you you echoed that yourself. You said you, you approach it really similarly. For me, you couldn't. This is going to sound funny. I think maybe a good lesson for young up and coming artists. You, if I was given a piece of paper by God and was like, you write down whatever you want, you can have it. I don't think I'd write anything down. I think I'd just be like, I'm going to default to to what you have for right. me. And so again, whether that's spiritual or practical for you, I do think there's some wisdom in like, don't force what you think you want. Because when you get there, by the time you get there, it may not be what you want. To use a, a practical example, we've talked about this before, band life. You couldn't pay me to go back to the band that I was in when I was right. like 24 uh, and have it be successful. My God, it sounds terrible. Yeah. And I love my bandmates ever watch this. I love it. I still play music. I make music specifically with my oldest friend. I still want success in that lane. But that specific band, the way I thought I wanted it at that time, yeah. I cringe. I wince in pain at the thought of getting what I thought I wanted. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, you, yeah, you got to hold it with an open hand. Man, that's so that's such an interesting thing because it is. I mean, so many times in my life, you could have asked me like, "What's the goal for ten years from sure, now?" Sure. And I could have told you for sure. Yeah. I could have told you something, but the actual realization of that goal, I think, uh, almost never goes the way I thought it was. Sure. You know? Yeah. And. Um, uh, very, I brought up my ex-wife earlier, but she is the one that always kind of keeps me grounded on a lot of this stuff Killer. because yeah. she knew me whenever I literally was going to college to sure. thinking I was going to be a, sure. a history teacher, yeah. you know, yeah. like she knew me then. And that's when we so met, she's seen the whole, she path. has seen the yeah. entire trajectory from a person who just got out of the military and like 
being like, okay, what am I going to do now to yeah. where I'm at right now? Yeah. And uh, sometimes she'll say that because, you know, like, uh, and this is something I, I, you, you brought up this. I think this is a good segue uh, conversation or B conversation on this sure. is like you brought I up. See, I still not answered. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you, you started answering. <laughs> that's you started. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the answer. But uh, that's the whole point. The precursor. You know? yeah, yeah, we, we, we meander. It's, it's our fine. podcast. Yeah, we can do what we yeah, want. We do what I want. Don't listen. Shut it off if you don't <laughs> like it. Uh, so, um, you brought up something recently on TikTok about uh, about mental health, you yeah. know, and, and like you yeah. know, will will uh, 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 seeking help for my men make me sure. not able to write songs yeah. as good. Yep. And and uh, I I wanted to kind of just briefly touch on that because like I absolutely have you know mental health issues all the sure. time. You know, like yeah. I go through intense bouts of depression. Usually when it's like like last week I was I was down. You know, yeah, I was yeah, like it was yeah. tough because. Uh, you should have hit me. I had a ton of Uber Eats money. I could have taken you out to dinner. <laughs> I could have sent you some milkshakes, man. Uh, no, I was down and I was kind of depressed. And this usually happens whenever work slows down for me because, sure. what, yeah. you know, like the whole year. It gets year, existential for a second. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's, I'm never going to work again. This is the end of. And it was yeah. literally just like, like, just Bro, like four days of me not having a gig. <laughs> I know we're multiple layers deep and I want to get back to what you have to say because we can get back to the original question. But we should do a whole episode on that. Mm-hmm. We have worked for so long. And it's insane to me. We both are making a living, keeping families alive, paying rent. LA is an expensive city. And I have felt that way. There's not a year that's gone by. And I'm like, I'm a guy who's confident far beyond what I deserve. Right. And I mean that self-awarely, meaning like for even me, I still think that. And yeah. I'm like an idiot with my stup- my, yeah. my confidence. Yeah. I, I don't deserve to be as confident as I am. And still I get that, that sometimes crippling, that feeling of yeah. like, was that the last thing I had yeah, and then two days it? later you get a call <laughs> yeah. so yeah and it's let's like rewind so we don't like get too far dollars and you're like oh wow actually yeah I'll be fine truly, yeah, yeah. Like, but let's so let's but we, we'll uh yeah uh, so so I was going through all this like last week and kind of feeling a little bit down and everything and um and I I had this whole you know like kind of moment of 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 uh my ex always, every time I get in those, she'll be the one that reaches out and be like, Hey, is everything cool? Like I noticed you kind of been quiet recently. I love that you have someone who can do that. And she'll, she'll be like, you need to remember where you thought this was going. Even when you started doing it, when you came to LA, you were on, if this doesn't work out, I'll be back in three weeks. Sure. You know? And yeah, and you, it's 15 years later. And all of these things and, you've done. And you've yeah. gone so far and accomplished so much. And you're still over here being like, like worried about what you're you know, yeah. accomplishing your goals and finishing projects. She's yeah. like, you're the, the most driven, insane human being towards this goal that I've ever seen. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not even sure what your goal is. And yet you're <laughs> still pushing so sure. hard all the time. Yeah. You know, so, and it's, it's important to have some people in your life that keep you grounded on so your true. goals and yeah. keep you pushing towards these, yeah. you know, like, even if it's just, sometimes I'm just doing it just to piss her off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Little does she yeah. know, or maybe she does know. Yeah, I think she does. That's she knows. classic. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's like these moments in your life where, uh, your goals start to fall off and you yeah. start to feel like, oh, I'm not there. Like, you know, you and I have talked about this many times, but I've been wanting to do this this TV show. I've been trying to yeah. like, get this stuff Dude, off Dude, you got to do it. I love... And, and it's, I yeah. think it's a brilliant idea. I think yeah. it's great. But I also, you know, like, I'm now a year into planning this sure. and still haven't really gotten it because I'm like, well, I'm waiting for this thing or I'm waiting for this thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of times in our lives where we don't pull the trigger on... Sure on making those big moves because of the conditions, you know, and this is the thing, and this is why I wanted to talk about goals and why I wanted to say this in the first place, because 
we so often get these people as reaching out to us being like, how, you know, if you were living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and you wanted to do what you do, how do I get there? Sure. You know, yeah. and, and one of my favorite things, you know, uh, is whenever one of my old friends from like high school will reach out to me and they'll be yeah. like, they'll be like, man, it's so cool that you're living in LA and you like did all that and you just like packed up and went and all that stuff. I could never do that. And it's like, well, why couldn't you do that? It's like, well, all my family's here. It's like, yeah. do you think I, do you think I don't have family sure, still? Like, yeah, do you think yeah, my yeah. family lives in LA, like 3000 miles away from where I know? Like yeah. my family is still back there. I had to make a sacrifice at some yeah. point and decide jump. Yeah, yeah. That this goal that I'm working towards is more important than the other things that I'm working. Even right now, we're just talking yeah. about my daughter lives in another state and I have to try and find time to go and see her all the time in, and she being a teenager has her own life and her yeah. own things that she's doing and her own goals. Yeah. And so now it's meeting up two different crazy schedules and two, two people who are extremely passionate towards what they do, her with dance and her life with that and, me with my career and everything and like I'm trying to make my my goals line up with also somebody else who is very passionate sure. with a lot of goals and and finding time for that and and that is the sacrifice yeah. you know that's the sacrifice it's like if you are setting a goal you have to at some point in time say this thing is worth losing yeah. This thing right here, not that my daughter's worth losing. Don't yeah. don't get that statement wrong. Yeah. 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 The time I'm I'm losing, you yeah. know, is like really and like but I'm looking at the long term. You yeah. know, I'm looking at the 10 years down the road when yeah. she's out of college and she's trying to buy her first home and I'm able to give her a huge down payment, yeah. something that my family was never capable of sure. doing, you know, yeah. something that my family could never give me, which is financial security. Yeah. You know, like she is missing out on time with me, but she's gaining a life of, I will always be able to help her out, sure. always yeah. be able to take care of her. Yeah. She will probably own a house before I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, likely. that would be a win for you, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so back to that, that starting conversation point is like, where, where are you trying to end up? Right yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I still don't have an answer for that, but I, I have an answer, and it comes with a, a good lesson that I'm literally learning. So uh, in, in short, maybe the most practical way to answer it is right now my focus is on making good music, which I know sounds obvious. I know it sounds really obvious, but for me, that's it's not new, but being in a commercial space for so many years in Seattle, right. um, I love, shout out anyone I got to work with there who might ever watch this, but it was uh, all for hire. I had very little say in who I was working with. Yeah. The priority, at least the top priority, this sounds funny, um, but was not good music or music that I liked or making things I believed in, uh, helping be, you know, communicate messages that I cared about and wanted to get out into the world. Those were sub tier top tier was just, I was booked for time. Right. right. And I needed to make money. Yeah. And you don't um, get any choice on that. No. You know? Yeah. And yeah. some days you're really happy and you're like, wow, this was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah. And then other days you're like, I am the only person that's ever going to hear this. Totally. <laughs> yep. But it always paid. And I was, I know this isn't counter to the point you're making, but I was always grateful. Like I yeah. enjoyed it at the time. All that said though, a lot of my career has uh, been survival mode, building a career, yeah. just thankful to make money. Um, and I'll touch on that more later because money's still very real. I have to keep a family alive and yeah. insurance, all that, you know, it's more real than ever, but yeah, that, was all, for insurance that was for that all, many people is dude, very tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I can speak to that too. But that was all I was able to focus on. So the point I'm making, and again, it sounds so simple. Anyone listening might be like, well, yeah, that's always the goal. Not for me. It's new. It's almost new that the top priority for me right now uh, is, is partnering with artists 
on songs that I like. And the end goal, specific to music, because there's so much else swirling around in my life, um, but the end goal would be to, like maybe the most concise answer to the question is, I would love in the next five to 10 years to be a part of a handful of songs that I really love that ideally the world loves too. Right. You know what I mean? So to yeah. put simply like some big songs. Yeah. And that sounds so vain. I have, actually I have no problem with the vanity of it, um, but it's, it's more than just wanting to write some hits. We, we, could all, we could both write pop hits. I actually don't even super write like uber pop anyway. So right. I, it's, it's not that. It's not that I'm just looking for simply you know, shallow commercial success. But that's that's the simplest way I can put the, the goal is like to be a part of songs that I believe in and have some blow up and be able to s- sustain a career and focus less on what I've what bookings I have, which we both just talked right. about that. It's a privilege to be where I'm at, so I'm not bitching about it. I'm really pleased with where I'm at. But I would love, that would be ideal for, for myself, for my family, for my creative heart and mind to be in a place where there's just money coming in that's one half of the goal, which is right. a necessity. I'll speak to that half too, because these aren't always adjacent. For example, the songs I'm talking about right now are not generally the ones that pay. I mean, yeah, well. they're not the money makers. It's, exactly. Yeah. It's a funny thing. I'll speak to that in a second. The, those goals, uh, the fact that my goal is to work on good music, but my need, like the the immediate need, is to continue to make money, money. for my family. Yeah. Those are not always. They don't coexist very well. Um, but yeah, in the end, would be to wake up in ten years and have a handful of songs I really believe in that are doing really well, that are bringing in residual money um, and comfort for my family. Yeah. And then I'm still I expect to hustle for the rest of my life. That's just America, and maybe what it is to be alive yeah. is to work. So I'm not above working hard and, and needing to continue to work, but that would be really nice. I have been speaking so much more recently. I know I, I it's been on my mind, but. Uh, my whole career, but yeah. most recently in the last couple of years, I've thought more and more about legacy versus, yeah. you know, a financial gains. You know, it's like, and a lot of people that I've worked with recently and that, you know, that have reached out to me about making music or, or working together, I, I speak on that. You yeah. know, it's like I tell them, look, I, I absolutely need to make money. I need money. Yeah. But more importantly, yeah. I am looking at doing things that, uh, contribute to my legacy, yeah. you know, and even if it's something, it doesn't have to be world famous, yeah. you know, but, um, you know, something that people can listen to and know that it was my abilities and my input that made it that way and, and influence a whole generation because there's so much of that. There's so yeah. many things where, you know, uh, I, I mean, I spoke on this in the beginning uh, of the, the Frank Ocean conversation a while yeah. back about, you know, that didn't, that didn't take off. Yeah. You know, but I knew I was working on something special. Sure. I knew I was yeah. there, and right away, it was not a monster. It's still, yeah. I still, I just got the plaques, and th- that's a gold record. That's Incredible. not even Incredible. a platinum record. That's yeah. a gold record, yeah. and like, and that is not, uh, you know, anywhere close to, you know, uh, the most successful thing I've worked on. Yeah. However, it is the highest legacy that are of things that are in the highest legacy you know it's like the things that have affected the most people and the most people have heard and and gone through life being like that's what i want to do and that's what i want to sound like and so recently i've been getting a lot of people who reach out to me and are saying things like hey man i'm i'm going to crass because of you, like i heard about your incredible i heard uh, you know i heard you talk about it yeah no no they know (laughs) yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you guys bankroll, man. Yeah. Like most yeah. of your students listen to me. Yeah. So send real money. Send so, the podcast money. So don't fuck around, man. I'll take yeah. that shit away. Anyway, yeah. uh, no, um, you know, and when I look at that, I think how much that is going to contribute to my legacy yeah. overall. Because like, 
as an engineer, just making the music isn't just enough for me, yeah. you know, like, cause that's important, right? Yeah. It's like I, the music has to be good in order for people to care yeah. enough about me to, to go that direction. But even more than that is like how much that will contribute as younger engineers are coming up and being like, dude, you, I learned so much from you watching sure. your TikToks, watching yeah. your stuff and like doing that. And that's why some of this social media stuff even exists for me is yeah. because I realize how much that impacts the long-term legacy of, of who you are. The most, I mean, one of the most famous engineers that exists, Dave Pensato, yeah. is only famous for the most part because he had a YouTube show where, where they talked about engineering a little bit and sure. like, and that blew up his profile yeah. because we're not really on the engineering side. I mean, production side is a yeah, little a bit more famous. It's not a very front-facing industry. It's not a very front-facing industry. Not a lot of people know about it. So, so very much now I'm looking at building legacy more yeah. than I am about making money. And yeah. I'm, I'll take the gigs. I'll do the stuff that, yeah. that get me paid. That's but. the interesting thing. I'll jump in here and say back, to, you asked about 10 years from now. It's kind of what I imagine. I've already given the spiel, though. I'm so open-handed. It could be entirely different than that, and I'll be so pleased. I, I believe that when I wake up there, yeah, I'll be taken care of, and I'll be pleased with it. But that's what I think. Rewind to now, which is maybe a more interesting question. The baby's here. I already had two kids, and you know, bills like you wouldn't believe my nut every month, like what I have right. to make. Right. But no, but, I, I know, man. I got child support. Dude, you I know. got three X Ys. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got shot. <laughs> don't worry, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's true. I, got, I know you know. I got a lot of payments. So going then we out. could both speak. Well, I knew you could, but we could both speak to it because it's one thing to dream about ten years from now. Oh, this this is the point I want to make. Uh, more now than ever in my life. I have two seemingly, they're not opposing, but seemingly opposing things that have to happen. One is I feel more motivated, practically and spiritually, more motivated than ever to, to really do things that I believe in. Because right. I think that's what's going to lead me. That, that's what will lead to success. Um, at the, the, meaning like fulfilling success, yeah. that 10-year goal. Yeah. At the same time, though, on the other side, the reality that I have to make money the very practical, like cold, hard truth, yeah. American truth that I have to make money to stay alive to keep my family alive is more prevalent than ever, yeah. more than ever. And so the thing that I'm, I would say I'm wrestling with it. It's a wrestle in that it's real life, but I I've come to peace with it. I feel like I, I understand it, but it is doing both of those at the same time and not letting them feel like they cancel each other out Yeah, because doing, we both, we just spoke to this, but for example, practically speaking, I won't call out any specific songs or artists. I love everyone I work with, but the, often right now, the songs that I'm working on that I truly believe in, they are not, paying for the insurance that I have to pay sure. for. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, they absolutely. are not those, those goals seemingly right now don't coexist or they don't help each other very well. Um, that you, you could even say they oppose each other. So the point I'm making is what is more real to me now than ever. It was already real, but with the baby, you asked this, I can't remember if it was on camera or, or before, but you, I like the way you put it, but what's more, uh, in my face than ever, what I feel more aware of than ever is that I want to do those things that are fulfilling that I believe are going to lead me there, but that Every day I wake up without feeling desperate. I don't believe that desperate uh, desperation leads to anything, you know, yeah. fulfilling. Not for me, at least. But without without being desperate. So living for me, it's like living from a belief that I'm going to be taken care of. It's going to be all right. But I wake up every day knowing, like, okay, I want to do things that fulfill me. But I'll shit. I'll, I'll do anything I have yeah. to today yeah, for my absolutely. family. And those again, those could seem opposing to people. But I, 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 I hate to make this sound like I'm just trying to spin it into a lesson. But for anything, anyone watching. I hope it's somewhat inspirational to hear that. I have to do both. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still I still have to do both. I'm trying to chase songs that fulfill me, chase things that fulfill me, while also waking up every day knowing that if, uh, if so, as long as it doesn't go against what I believe in morally, 
I'll, I'll do what I need to in this lane or really in any lane yeah. to take care of my family, to pay yeah. for insurance for my new baby girl, all that stuff. It's funny. So there's a thing that just happened to me literally just yesterday. Um, I got an email from somebody who I had mixed a song for uh, a while back. And when they sent me that first song, I listened to it and I was like, this is really good. Like they did yeah. a pretty good job. This rough mix is already sure. really good. I know. And I think that this song has potential. It's like, it's a good song. Yeah. And so um, when they initially reached out, they asked for my thing. And I, t I tell almost everybody this. It's like, you know, if you reach out to me and you can't afford my actual sure. number. Yeah, we've talked about this. Then give me your number. And if I can, if I can't afford it, I will, sure. I will stick it in somewhere when I have some free time. Yeah. You know, like this last week is one of those cool knock out all the cheap sure. mixes that somebody, you know, I didn't have any like recording things going yeah. on. So knock out the cheap mixes and then move on with life. Yeah. And, um, and so he said, you know, basically he said, I have like three songs that I'm trying to mix and my budget to mix these three songs is the same as I paid you for that one song. Sure. Yeah. And he was Been like, do you, and, and he was really cool. He was yeah. like, do you know somebody that can do that? Yeah. You know? Cause I, and he wasn't, he's like, I, I don't want to even ask you to do that. Cause sure. I know that's not, I've, you got, know. I've had our, the same conversation with artists. It's a really, really good approach. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, I like your music. Yeah. I, I'll do your music. Yeah. Like if you want me to mix your stuff, just yeah. hit me back and I'll mix your stuff. Yeah. I don't care. Like you just tell me what it is and yeah. I'll do it for that. Yeah. And, and it's fine. And so that's those moments where I make those decisions where yeah. I'm like, okay, this, this is not, it's not just legacy stuff too, because maybe, maybe not like anybody who reaches out to you has just as likely a potential to have a TikTok song these days sure. that goes off sure. as not, yeah. you know, but, um, but that is also part of the legacy that I'm building, yeah. which is someone who cares more about the music than the money, yeah. you know, and cares more about the, uh, the, the, the influence that those songs could have on people that might sure. hear it that then go on to make their own stuff. It's like, you don't know, uh, there was that movie, um, uh, old guard or some shit. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like, um, know. it was about this woman who was like immortal with this group of people that were immortal. And they just kept, anyway, the whole plot of the movie, spoiler alert was that, um, they didn't realize how much they'd been affecting the world throughout time because oh. like one person that they saved here goes on to, sure. to you know, have it's a like kid a, that develops yep. a polio vaccine yeah. or some, yeah. you know, shit like that. And, it, and like, that's the thing that you can't account for in legacy when you're talking about it is how much this thing can then influence another thing that so then true. brings so up yeah. a whole new world. Yeah. And, and that is part of the legacy that I'm looking at building. And part of the legacy that I'm looking at, at, yeah. at going is, is to, to change the whole perception of the music industry and sure. why we're doing this. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like so recently, um, uh, and this is completely understandable, but so recently um, uh, there's, there's a kind of, it's broken down into two worlds of yeah. who makes music, right? It's like Nepo babies who have all the time and the money sure. in the world who sure. were given guitar lessons from a, a, a young age and yeah. like were given all from the their opportunities. Godfather yeah. slash or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like shit like that. Yeah. And then the other side is like, it's like the NBA dream where it's like, I don't have shit. I'm from a shitty place yeah. and I just am desperate just to, to get out, get out yeah. you know, and make enough money to like survive, buy my mom a house, like do that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and I think that I am so much more interested in helping sort of achieve that goal. Sure. You know, like I don't want it to be just for people to make money, but yeah. the dream of like making music to, to, you know, to, 
to get out of where you're at. Like yeah. that's something that's understandable. That's that to me, that's my life, you know, yeah. it's like music was my escape and, sure. and to make money from it was like the most ultimate of dreams, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, you know, not that I'm not going to take Nepo baby money, yeah. but I, I also know that like you can help someone in a similar position. Yes. Yeah. And, and that is the type of legacy I'm yeah. interested in. I love that. You know? uh, a practical thing I'll add to that is you mentioned the person you already made them a deal. And then they asked, or they didn't ask, but they said, look, I have a few songs now for the same rate that you just did that single song, right? So right. You, you were already doing a deal and now it's a super deal. Mm -hmm. uh, something I'll do, and I've actually done videos about this, but I, I think it's wisdom, so I'll pass it on here. Something I'll do when I do that, because I'm in the same boat where often if someone doesn't have a big budget, they'll hit me and that's a really gracious way for an artist to reach out. So, you know, yeah, anyone yeah, watching, smart. it's Very a great smart. way to reach out. They don't pressure. They say, hey, I know you can't do this. I wouldn't even ask. Yeah. But do you have anyone in mind? I've done the exact same thing where I'll tell them, you know what? I'm happy to do it this time. What I do though, and what I suggest you all do is I let them know, A, please don't tell anyone those don't are my rates. Don't tell anybody that. Yeah, yeah. Those I are said my that rates. to them the first time. For sure. I was like, don't tell anybody A, about not only is that true, right? It's literally true. But B, it makes them feel special. Right. And they are special. You're, you're highlighting like, this is special. You're getting a special deal. Yeah. Be grateful for it, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. And then B, I will let them know, I cannot promise this rate next time yeah my rates are still my rates i'm making you this deal now but that doesn't mean yeah. in six months today's six rate months, is not but exactly rate. but it doesn't mean that you can expect this to be the norm now that's a side note yeah back to the money stuff uh, everything you said so resonates something i'll highlight in parenthood and adulthood i'm sure you can relate i imagine you can and you, you can speak to it from from your side if you'd like but again we painted these two paths that that really coexist they kind of run parallel trying to pursue things that fulfill me Something I've learned in adulthood and with uh, with kids and just just living, again, a real adult life in America yeah. is that I, I will never be above making money. And what I, that sounds funny. Like usually we think of like, uh, you know, you think of privilege when it comes to money. What I'm saying is I, like I'm never too good for a job if, if it's going to help me keep my family alive. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have taken a good example of that. We've talked about this a few times recently. Um, like in months past, but I won't even call out what it is specifically. But three or four months ago, I took a partnership with a company. Um, that actually, it's stuff I use. Uh, so it was an easy fit in that way. But like my goal for music is to not be like brand ambassador. Right. right? That's not what fulfills me. Right. But it helps me keep my family alive. Yeah. And so absolutely. I said yes to it, even though, so what I'm highlighting here is it isn't, that is not, it like literally is not the dream part of it. Yeah. Right? It's not a part of me uh, making songs that I believe in and songs blowing up in the next 10 years. But you know what it does? It affords, yeah. not to be a boomer dad about it, but but to be a boomer yeah. dad about it, you, you don't get to pursue that if you can't stay alive. Yes. So something I, I've learned is to not be above, and you've done really good. Yeah. I feel like you've spoken to that really specifically. Yeah, taking, definitely. You, and that, I was going to say that's exactly Exactly how I approach yeah. this stuff is like I do the things I don't want to do, and I work sure. on the projects I don't want to work on, so, so that I can work on the projects. One hundred percent, yeah. And you're, you're that really good. That affords me that that opportunity, exactly. And that's exactly the thing that I'm looking to do in my life always. You know? Yeah. And for the, I, I smile when you're talking about the brand sponsorship because it's so funny because like. I, I, I am clearly toxic to a lot of brands. People are like just not <laughs> sure, interested. Sure, yeah. The only companies that are ever interested in like reaching out to me are like, yeah. are like, you know, mom and pop shop type sure, stuff that are sure. just like, but like most major brands are like, nah, man. You're too volatile. <laughs> you are entirely too volatile That's for us so to classic. try to put some money. I you might it, yeah. take our money and then straight up shit talk us. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. He might, That's but true. you should do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But for me, again, I've, I've just learned to not be above 
those things. And the re- reason I'm highlighting that is, again, they could sound counterintuitive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, again, doing the things that fulfill me, but simultaneously, still, you still have to stay alive. And there's another side to that money-wise. You don't want to do things that like go against yeah. who you are. Or when it comes to brand stuff, I'll call out specifically. We've talked a ton about this. I also don't want to endorse something that feels skeezy or that isn't uh, true. That, yeah. that promote something that I, I truly don't believe in. We, we both have seen it a ton on TikTok and you have been a proponent of calling out people who are posting things that are either shitty products right. or not disclosing that they're promoting Promoting's something. So it, yeah. I don't, I'm not advocating for that either. You have to do what feels like it aligns at least that you are not totally morally against. Right. Uh, right. But all, again, I'll just echo that first point and, and that is that I'm going to keep my family alive and I've got to a place where I want to do both. I, I hope to God literally that the things I do in my career get more and more fulfilling. But I'll, if, if I got to wake up today and make money, as long as it's not hurting someone or going against who I am, I'm going to make some money to yeah. keep my family alive. And there's no shame in that. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I mean is, is, this is goes along with, um, you know, the, the advice I've given before, which is like when people are saying like, oh, I had to, you know, put music to the back seat while I, you know, drive Uber for a little while or whatever. And like yeah. and, and people being like, I had to I'm, I'm you know, I'm I'm. You do, it's like you're not giving up on the goal by doing that. That is the goal. Yeah. That is. That's yeah. part of the goal. You're that's making part it work. of the success. That's part I of doing that it. And angle. we've all so had true. to go yeah. through. I mean, I have I've I've taken so many things, you know, like I've I, I don't I don't build studios, you sure. know, like I'm not yeah. a construction worker. I'm not a carpenter. But yeah. people have asked me to build studios before. And I've been like, OK, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll yeah. do that because that's a paycheck. And I need so the money true. and I'll, yeah. I'll do it. So I want I'll jump in. And again, I think we've both spoken to this before in different ways, but. Uh, for me, something that stands out now and maybe is good advice for people watching, you, we, we both talked about that feeling of like, will I ever work again? Yeah. And it's insane. We're both so deep into our careers, but I didn't say when, I can't remember, but it was recent. I've had that same like, <laughs> like life crisis feeling. It's yeah. 2 a.m. and you're taking a pee and you're like... And you suddenly I- start thinking about Christmas Totally, one hundred percent. So, so I've, oh my God, how am I going to afford yes, Christmas? <laughs> I, I felt that same paralyzing, like oh my God, feeling. Yeah. Um, so the point I'm making is, and I think you've said this without saying it, but I'll I'll put it in question form. I'll state it, and then I'll ask you if it's the same for you. For me, often in those moments, I just keep my hand on the plow. Like I, I just keep working. You you, you yeah. talked about a slow time where you're like, okay, I guess I'll catch up on cheaper mixes. Um, I'm the same way, and I think. On one hand, you don't want to just do busy work that's wasting your time. So that, that's another conversation. And you should be aware of not just spinning your yeah. wheels, doing busy work for no reason. Yeah. If it's not helping propel you forward, then give it up. Sure. But I have found it really valuable to just keep my hands on the plow, so to speak, to use a farming or Bible analogy. Like just keep whatever I have at my feet, keep yeah. working on it. And the next thing always comes along. Yeah. The next thing always comes. So that, that's my statement. I, I believe that. And for me, that has proven to be valuable. Does it feel the same for you? What do you yeah. do in those space? I, I do feel like this is a goals adjacent conversation. Yeah, absolutely. When you're in that space, what are you uh, doing? I, I yeah, exactly like you said. It's like I, I always know. Like there, there comes a time that you just have to have faith. You sure. Know? Yeah. And obviously, you know, I'm not a religious person, yeah. but uh, I saw some comments on your dogma. Because yeah, I follow yeah, that yeah. guy too. Uh, yeah. Shout out, what's his name? Dan McClellan. His stuff's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. great, and I appreciate. Um, I, yeah. Dude, honestly, I think uh, in, in that exact same fashion, like I think that that guy, uh, 
is so brilliant because he's researched and gone through and sure. really knows his history yeah. of religion, yeah. and he still chooses to believe in what I yeah, think he's is religious, an yeah. absolutely yeah. insane religion. Yeah. And he's a yeah. he's a Mormon, yeah. you know. It's yeah, yeah. like you're on some yeah, like yes, yeah. You're on some fucking you know weird ass <laughs> thing for me. No I do, offense, I do know Mormons what you mean. Whatever, it's, but it's commendable like, though that he has all these facts, but he's still chosen to hold belief, hold the faith. And and something. I think that that's exactly like I I'm kind of in that same position sure. sometimes where like I I know that. You know, there is there's there's uh, things I'm gonna have to deal with. There, I know that I could just not work again. I know that sure. things could just happen. Yeah. I know, man. I tomorrow I could be walking down the street and a car backfires too close to my head yeah. and I lose my hearing. Yeah. You know, or like yeah. have an extreme damage to my yeah. hearing. Something very simple like that can happen. And 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 that is my entire life. New, just new what, fear unlocked. <laughs> well, what the hell will I do when sure. that happens? You know. But I still in those moments when I feel like not in the backfiring moments but in those moments yeah. where like work doesn't seem to be like coming in as much and things like, i just have faith i just yeah. believe in myself and i know that you don't you, you don't give up and quit you don't walk away you don't yeah. like think it's over you just like I, you know and i have these panic moments the, you know just like you're saying it's like you're brushing your teeth and you look in the mirror and you're like oh my god christmas is in a month and a half like yeah. what am i gonna do yeah. and and then i think I'll be fine. Sure. I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. Yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. It'll work out. Yeah. It's gonna work out. Yeah. It's already worked out up to here. Like yeah. everything's going to work out. And even if it doesn't, you know, even if, even if the old tax man catches up to me or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll be fine. Tell them you're a shot, dude. Yeah, they should, exactly. They should definitely yeah. not be taxing you. Yeah, yeah, My exactly. God. It's like, you paid yeah. your taxes but, you with know, a bullet. It's those moments where if you believe enough in yourself and you, and you, choose to have faith in yourself yeah. you know and have faith in what you're doing is the yeah. right thing then when those moments come no matter how scary it gets you just yeah. literally look at yourself and be like i can do this sure yeah. i can do this i've been doing this so i'll be yeah. fine doing this and you just keep moving uh, i can't remember who it's a writer or a philosopher or something but a quote i think of in those moments literally is uh when i don't know what I want to do, I do what I know I need, need to, to do. do. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think that on those days, it's so funny, again, we're both 10, 15 years deep into a career, but there are still days, rarely, but there are still days where I wake up and I'm like, I don't know that I have anything I have to do today. Right. And that could sound like, you know, sound really nice to all of you, but we, I'm sure we can yeah, agree. Yeah, it stresses me out. <laughs> it is unnerving. Yeah. It is existential. Um, and on those days, I know I'm a bit more of a systems guy than you. Our personalities yeah. are different in that way. But on those days, you know what I do? I do, you know, assuming I don't, I could just get in dad mode or do something else, but like right. work related, I just do the, the basics. Yeah. I'll, maybe I, I post a little video of a thought I've intended to share for a while. Yeah. Uh, I pull up some mixes and make changes and send them off. They maybe didn't need them that day, but I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. That was, uh, maybe that I finished was me a sample yesterday pack. where yeah. I just, I was like, eh, I'll make that tip video I've been thinking about, you know, for real. I'm like just but throw that, that up. self propelling itself propels forward yeah. as long as you are moving forward. Um, and now this is turning into one of those motivational you know, grind <laughs> podcasts, but it's true. There's practical and spiritual truth to it. Just keep moving forward. Yeah. It's you, you propel it forward and the next thing is bound to come. Even if yeah, you're like, brushing and, your teeth. And like and I've said many times, crisis. like you're, you're, you're only done when you decide you're, you sure. quit. Yeah. Only when you quit, are you done? Yeah. You know, it's like Nike. there's plenty of people, uh, uh, was it Charles Bradley didn't succeed until he was 65 years yeah. old. You know, like, uh, and, and and then lived lived the rest of his life being a fairly famous singer, yeah. you know, and like his music is on TV shows yeah. and all sorts of stuff. So it's yeah. like there is never a, a an end to the game unless you quit. Yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, 
when you look at your goals, right? Like 10 years from now. Now, and I'm a I'm a I'm a 5-year guy. 10 years is way sure, too long. I'm sure. like I'm like 10 years. I should yeah. be planning my funeral. <laughs> like I got to be figuring what I'm going to get casket yeah. or, or or cremated, but yeah. uh you know, like I'm I'm a 5-year guy and I've always been a 5-year yeah. guy and I always think about what do I need to do today? Yeah. to get to that 5-year point because it's not wake up tomorrow and engineer killer mike's record you know yeah. like that was i know where you're going it's that so was true. where yeah. i ended up at yeah. right but that wasn't where i started in this yeah. career where i started in this career was like okay i'll go get coffee for a few hours sure. today and like yeah. you know get people's food and everything so um you know i think that um for me when i look at five years i always think every single day in those moments like you were saying like uh when you don't have anything to do yeah. those are my i'm gonna figure this thing out Sure. Today, yeah. so that I know that answer the next time it comes up, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm sure and confident about this the next time that that situation happens. Yeah. So what are you doing on your daily thing to accomplish what you're looking at as your 10 year or five year plan on stuff? Like, yeah. these are big questions, man. You're 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 really running me. Through hey, man, it you got a kid, you know. <laughs> That's true. I love, that would be a classic angle if you're like Shane. This like this is like a, a you intervention. You should be doing Dude, this. Are you thinking of this shit? You're worried about me. This Come is on, not. Man, you got This plan, is bro. not. Yeah. This is not for the benefit of viewers Your and listeners. Your wife called You're actually called me concerned. The other day and she's like, yeah. I'm a little concerned. Shane's not worrying it's about. It's so good. This this podcast is an intervention. You're you're legitimately concerned. I've not thought about these things. We're not even filming. Um, I, I actually don't know other than what I've already shared. I, I think for me. Uh, the big thing that you want to happen in five years, the step you have to take toward that today is not a big step. It's going to be a, yeah, it's a, baby a step. really small step. Yep. So, so for me, I've already shared this, but like, I don't know that I could or even would want to plan my way there uh, because I don't want to force it. I right. really don't. I believe, I believe in, in purpose and um, in life working out the way it's meant to. I believe God has a purpose for my life. And so for me, I would rather, what I already shared, I would rather do what I know I need to do, do the things that fulfill me, work on a good song, do a couple practical things, spend time with my kids, just take those small steps forward today and then believe, I think what my skill is, uh, this, God, this is now really grind bro podcast stuff, but <laughs> there's a book called, it's a, a brilliant book. It's uh, by James Clear, uh, Atomic Habits. Uh, and I'm, I know I'm just that kind of guy, but I, I love that book and I think a great skill of mine and what that book highlights, I, I want to make it too much a sales pitch but it's just doing all the small things and doing them really consistently. And I think something that has paid off massively in my life um, isn't that I've had a bunch of huge opportunities. I've definitely right. had some decent, you know, blessed, privileged opportunities, and I've taken a good advantage of those, I think. But my greatest skill is that I have done the same thing over and over and over again. And when friends have maybe, like, to parallel it with other people's lives who have not gone the same way, um, when someone decided, I, I just can't make this music thing happen anymore, I did it for a few more days. You yeah. know what I mean? I did it for a few more months. I just kept going. I took a few more sessions. Yeah. I did a couple more tours. Um, and so all of that said, I, I know I'm not giving a specific answer, but that's that's right. how I that's I, how I get there. I just keep, I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to believe it works out. I think that that is probably the most valid answer for myself as well is just looking at like what what one thing can I sure. do? What yeah. one thing that, forward. and yeah. that's, the, that's the thing about goals is like, yeah. you know, 
uh, we, we've already touched on, you know, your goals may not end up where you thought they were going to and yeah. the things that you set for yourself is like pace. When I was early in my career, yeah. right, uh, it was easy for me to set goals. Yeah. I want to be an assistant in six months. I want to be sure, yeah. an engineer. Yeah. And those things were... They were more definable. Definable, yeah. right. And now it's starting to look more to me like, okay, well, like, where do I want to be in five years? And like, uh, you know, I, I want to have achieved a certain amount of things, but I've already done... Yeah. all the big things that I imagined doing, yeah. you know, and they still didn't, like some of them ended up like, like my Grammy is kind of a technicality, sure, <laughs> you know, sure. it's like type stuff. And so I'm like, you know, and now I'm looking at like, well, what, like, what, what do those goals really mean? Yeah. You know, what did getting a Grammy mean? Like sure. really to me, nothing, Dude, you know, preaching. in that yeah. situation. Yeah. You know? So, so, but what did it, actually like what what did the process of getting to where you would be on a grammy award-winning album what did that process mean you know and that is more of a thing that i think about all the time now is like okay my goals may or may may not come to fruition the way that i think that they will but are the things that i'm doing still going to be helping me in my life and my career and everything and those you know it's like those little goals like like figuring out uh, you know, figuring out how to how to play piano, or figuring out like figuring out technical things that I wanted to know, or answering questions to myself, yeah. or solving problems, and like being all of those things are all going to benefit me yeah. long term. So there's there's no oh I learned piano for nothing. Sure. You know, no I'm not it's going really to become example. a, a yeah. famous piano player. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not I, I'm I'm already forty years behind the people that sure, yeah. <laughs> that are good. I want to echo. You know? You've essentially said this, but I'll echo it in my own way. Um, I've gotten enough of what I want, what I thought I wanted, to know that it's not going to fulfill me anyway. Yeah, that might be a better way to to highlight what I was saying earlier and that is that my I'm holding my goals with an open hand I don't want to force it because I, I know that I could literally write down what I think I want the biggest song the biggest producer maybe some of my own artistry and it's just not going to be enough anyway yeah um, and so I'm just echoing that and and to get really down in the mud of like real life like therapy stuff it's you, you got to find a way you're talking about it from a work perspective, like do things that you know are going to be valuable anyway. Apply that to your own heart and emotions and like your life and your relationships. I got to find a way to do what makes me happy today. Yeah. To find contentment today. It doesn't mean not struggling. It doesn't mean not mentally battling things. That That's just real life. But that's that's the real win. Yeah. That's what a, a healthy life and a happy life looks like. Because you could get, again, not to pat ourselves on the back, actually to prove the opposite point, the counterpoint. We are both in places today that, that had we been told 10 years ago we would be here, we'd be like, fucking killer. Yeah, I'm red. Yeah, I'm dope, it. right? I made it. <laughs> and I'm here, and it's not. I'm happy with my life. Uh, and I'm sure you'd, you'd say similarly, like in your own way, I'm happy with my life, but I can tell you now it's not enough. Yeah. And it's not enough, like being, I've, I, I posted about this recently, I'm only saying that to say I'm not trying to quote my own internet self. <laughs> but like being defined by what you do, even if you do exactly what you want. I do, Will, I'm telling you, and I think it's the same for you. I do the thing I want to do. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I do the thing on pay. I could go to a I could go to a, a high school reunion and feel like ball out and just feel yeah. like yeah I do. I don't buy you guys. I literally do what I want to do. Yeah. Still, 
is not enough. Yeah. I don't even like when someone, sometimes I wince. This sounds so funny. This is like an honest, like vulnerable admission. I even wince at the thought of someone thinking of me as a music producer because I'm like, I'm so much more than that though. Yeah. I'm so, I, that's just not enough. Yeah. It's not, I'm, yeah. but I'm, I'm a lot more than that. So it's not, it won't be enough. You got to find a way to be happy today, to do things that fulfill you today. They will lead you to the big goals, but yeah. the goals are not the point. It's the journey. And, and here we are reading a children's book to you. Yeah. About, <laughs> but no, it's and, so, and it, so, it so true. It absolutely is. And I think that that's something that's really beautiful too, is like, as you progress and as you achieve goals and as you, the goals become some, somewhat more abstract as you go. Like it's, it used to be, you were so right you that know, they used to be definable. They used yeah. to be definable. And as, as you get further on, you start thinking like, like, well now, now, you know, like I talked earlier, le- legacy, you know, yeah. it's like, I what is, that. I love what that. does that even mean to, to, to anybody? But to me, it's like, well, I want to, I want to change the world, yeah. you know, yeah. like I want to change the whole entire world. Yeah. And, and, um, and I don't really have a definition for how sure. that's going to happen. And you definitely don't know how to do it. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not on paper. You couldn't write it down. Yeah. There's no yeah. like, there, you know, it's like, I have some like, oh, well, you know, if I bring engineering sure. back to like the forefront yeah. and people understand, but like that's how, how to do that yeah. is a whole question mark and how yeah. that impacts people. And, and also how much of the the world do you need to change? Because now when I think about how do I change the world, yeah. I think about, well, maybe there's a kid right now that's going to hear a record that yeah. I do or something that I say yeah. and then go on to implement that in their life and then they become ultra successful. Yeah. And I don't even have to touch that project. Sure. I don't even have to be associated. I love when, that you're thinking that when way. When you so hear true. somebody in 20 years on 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 an interview being yeah. like, yeah, when I was a kid, I, I listened to this dude or I yeah. saw this guy on TikTok and it changed my whole world. Yeah. And then they go on to do something, yeah. man, that's real. Like, Oh, so I true. changed the world indirectly it's without true. even having to be like yeah. doing it myself. Yeah. And so, um, I think, you know, especially now with like the goals that I'm, I'm trying to do, it's like, I'm, I'm starting to think more and more about that. It's like, I don't have to do it all yeah. myself. I don't have to be the person that accomplishes as every single thing. Yeah. Because my goal is so much more. Pause vague, really quick. You know? I I haven't. Uh, I mean, you've effectively answered, which is why I haven't asked. But I'll ask outright. You said not ten years, so I'll shorten it to five. Five years for you. What's yeah, the five I'm, year goal? I know uh, we, I've, I've essentially already pulled it out of you, but I, w- yeah, I want to ask directly. I, well, so I have direct things that I think I'm going to accomplish. Sure. You know, and yeah. we we've talked about this personally before. I don't think I've ever said it uh, out loud because I don't want people to steal my ideas. But I have an idea for a show like sure. a TV show that I yeah. think will be more collectively understandable by the mainstream yeah. population. Can you share, I mean, you can share specifically about that if you want, but I will yeah, say, well, I mean, technically since I'm saying it now, if anybody steals it, I'll be able to sue them. Record. You have record. I love not to interrupt and answer your own question, but you have shared with me before your, one of your big picture goals is to bring engineering to the forefront and you've yeah. compared it to other industries. Can you yeah, talk yeah. about that? Yeah, so basically the concept is that like if you look at, you know, in the 90s, the way that um, people looked at uh, cooking, you know, is like chefs the, the chefs on TV were like the Julia Child style, like today we're going to make sure. bread. Yeah. And it's like, and yeah. it was like very boring. Yeah. And like housewives that like, you know, Martha Stewart style, like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to, that was what they were, that was the target market, yeah. right? And now... Um, and then in the 90s, we had, you know, Anthony Bourdain and, and Gordon Ramsay, yep. two very uh, personality almost, people. Yeah, almost you know, rock stars. Like those are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, rock star individuals. Yeah. They brought a whole different vantage point to yeah. what cooking meant and what being yeah. a chef meant, right? And we went from, 
your everyday human being having no idea whatsoever about like cooking, you know, to yeah. suddenly like everybody's an armchair chef, you know, sure. it's one of the most popular things on TikTok, yeah. most popular things on on TV. Like you go on Netflix and there's 70 reality shows about baking, you For know. Real, yeah. And so my goal is to essentially accomplish the same thing that Gordon Ramsay did with cooking, you know, yeah. which is entertain people while educating them sure. to yeah. the point where then we once uh, eventually get to a point where people who have no idea how to cook. Yeah know how to cook sure. people yes. who literally microwave dinners every night yeah. know about cooking yeah. you know and i yeah. want to do the same thing for engineering is bring that to the common person to an a, a way that makes it understandable to them in the way that that it entertains them while they watch it yeah. which i think is actually probably my greatest skill is being Truly, somewhat yeah. entertaining yeah. while i'm explaining things and like i can explain things to people because I, I i believe this statement you know uh I, I don't know who said this, I don't know where it comes from, but I once heard this statement of somebody saying that if you cannot explain it to a person who doesn't understand it at all, yeah. in a way that makes them understand it, yeah. you don't understand it. Sure. You know, yeah. like yeah, if yeah. you cannot explain yeah, it to somebody, it. Yeah. yeah, in a way that, that they can understand, you know, and I'm big on, on analogy. Somebody the other day asked me to explain mixing like, a, like a, to a five-year-old, sure. you know, and yeah. I was like, cool, yeah, you're making a sandwich, you got different ingredients. Yeah. You got to choose which ingredients to eat. Sure. And, and also, yeah. and how much of those ingredients. Yeah. And also, it's not just for you. Yeah. It's for everybody. Yeah. But maybe you also need to just think about how it affects yeah. you and what you like on your sandwich yeah. and go from there. So yeah. it's like being able to explain things like that in, in, in easy to understand you know, language for yeah. anybody to get is something that I've always been really great yeah. at in terms of like doing it. I could, I could tell you how to blow up a train station. No, hold on. I meant in like the military terms, sure, like, yeah. you know, World War II style, yeah. we're disrupting the German railway yeah. system, not <laughs> in a terrorist way. It's not your fault the government taught you how to do <laughs> yeah, that stuff. They did yeah. literally send me yeah. to like a terrorism course. So, yeah. but that's not what I'm, my goal. <laughs> I've already, I've already made too many references yeah. to like some Timothy McVeigh type yeah, shit. So wow. just, no, I'm not on that. I'm yeah. not on that. But my yeah. point is that like, uh, you know, it, I've always been able to explain things to people in a way that's uh, understandable because sure. I can put myself in the seat of what it felt like to not understand things, yeah. to not know, you yeah. know. For me, like engineering is really easy for me to explain to people who don't understand engineering yeah. because, because I went from literally no knowledge yeah. to 10 months later working on major records crazy right? yeah like I you literally go all the way into the deep end yeah to all the knowledge that you need to have to be in a major label studio in 10 months so i could very easily and this is something that um this is also a little tangent too on the same thing but something that i always try and think about is that exact concept of like of like um how do i maintain the innocence of not knowing this stuff yeah right while i'm making things because that to me as a producer yeah is the it's the making the sandwich it's True. the how do you how do you give people stuff and and how do you look at stuff yeah. from the eyes of somebody who knows nothing sure. for us yeah. we sit and and we could listen to a song and and I've, I've talked about this recently on tiktok about how it's hard for me to even listen to music sometimes sure. like new stuff yeah. because i'm analyzing it and thinking about it and breaking yeah. it down but then i also try and always put myself back into the seat of somebody who knows nothing sure. somebody who doesn't care about what a reverb is or yeah. a delay is and then sit back 
in that seat and go like, what would that person like about this? Sure. And I don't lose sight of that. I don't lose sight of what it's like to not have any idea what yeah. any of this means. And I think that if you can do that, uh, you can you can give that to the common person. You can yeah. give that to your everyday listeners. And I think having done that uh, um, a bit with TikTok, you know, and we've talked about this before with like the people commenting like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I sure. love the way you talk. Yeah. 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 If you can do that for the industry as a whole, yeah. we could change how people look at music. We yeah. could change uh, we could change the direction, the course of music in general. Right sure. now, music is not being is not band friendly. Yeah. You know, we're starting to get back into it. It's starting to cycle back through. Swing, it's like yeah. people are starting, but um, it, it hasn't been that way. Yeah. And if we can give that to everyday people, people will be more appreciative. They will be able to sit and listen to a song and think, oh, wow, this was probably a lot of work yeah. to make. Because yeah. I think right now, most humans, most people who do not make music, yeah. have no idea. Yeah, at the very least, it'll increase, I think you're saying this, but it'll increase the respect. Yeah. For a song. Yeah. Well, for and the process the, for everyone involved in that and process. And that is the big goal, yeah. you know, is to look at that and for people to be able to be like, because I think that if if we can give the industry to people, and the reason that this hasn't happened yet is two, I think, two, two, two big reasons, a lot of little reasons, two big reasons. One, up until the age of TikTok and the age of social media in general, YouTube tutorials and yeah. all that. People didn't want to give away their information. People yeah. didn't want to tell you how to record. It was a secret. Their yeah. thing was a secret. Truly, yeah. And if they shared it, it was like this concept that anybody can do it, sure. you know, yeah. and anybody can just take this from me and away do their grandma's my recipe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the actual, and that's a great analogy right there is giving away the recipe. Yeah. Because Gordon Ramsay gives us the recipe every single day. Yeah. Every day he gives yeah. us the he recipe. He doesn't care at all. Yeah, he doesn't it. care at all. Yeah. And if you are truly good at what you do, and yeah. you are true, you should never be afraid of giving away the recipe. Sure. I could literally show you, and I have. I just last week I showed yeah, we both everybody stuff. Yeah. exactly how I track a band. Yeah. Literally, no EQ, no compression, yeah. in the room, doing the yeah. things, balancing into Pro Tools, mix level tracking, the yeah. whole concept. I did a video exactly exactly on that yeah. right i'm not afraid of people stealing my clients or stealing my sure. because you still got to be me yeah you know you still got to totally. be me to do those things yeah. you can copy it you can yeah. write down everything i did not only if i can chime in really quick sure. not only creatively you could give it away but creatively they're just not you right yeah. in addition to that like from a personality social perspective they're just not you yeah. meaning you people who want to work with you they want your sound but they also just want to work with you me. i think people overlook that as far as being not that this is about being kind or being but just being you yeah people want to work with you like you better be good we've said this many times so now i'm circling back to that point but you better be good but that's why it's not about the recipe. Right. I can give the recipe away, but people just want to work with me. Yeah, I've joked about the setup. I got a little home studio setup. You're East West. We could be we could be on a laptop outside of Starbucks. Yeah. They want to work with me. Yeah, and so be you know it's not only be good, so good that you're not afraid to give the recipe away, uh, but also just you 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 be yourself. You attract people to who you are. Be good to people. Try not to be too much a dick, or at least be you know, the right kind of dick. The, exactly. Yeah, that's you know, what I was like, say, I'm a dick, but I'm the right kind of dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're honest. You're maintaining. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so back to the the question, which is the five year plan. Is everything like within five years? I would I I would really like to see this happen in the next like two or three years. Yeah, but within five can. years, I want to have a successful show that 
is bringing engineering to the general population that yeah. is explaining things in a way that people understand. And, um, and the format is out there. I already have it kind of all set up, ready to go. It's yeah. just the fine details of like having the right crew, having the right people, having the right stuff sure. but, uh, that I'm working on and the, the budget for it. But yeah. the five-year goal is to have that. And the 10-year goal is for that to start impacting kids going to college for, what, the, for what they're going will. you know you'd like, also make a great gordon ramsay of audio yeah you know what i mean 100 percent. you just like the yeah. pair i won't even and, and that's really kind of part of the the sure. lore of that yeah. it's like it's it's so funny. perfect that's, fit for that it, it wasn't until i went to tiktok that i realized that was the goal which is yeah. a funny thing because we were just talking about how you know you have these plans and you have if you'd asked me Two years ago or three years ago, even a year ago, really, if you'd asked me where I saw myself in five years, I'd be like, oh, I want to be A-level tracking, mixing engineer. I want everybody to know me as that, you know. But TikTok came around and it completely skewed the goal because I suddenly saw people like me for me. You know, like the thing that I am on TikTok is very specifically unadulterated, unfiltered sure. me. Yeah. I'm just being me and as a human. it doesn't have to do with the output of a session that you just did. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah, not yeah, just yeah. attracted to like, oh, well, he got my song right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just and you so, as a personality. So now this goal has shifted from being like, oh, I want to do these things to actually what I want to do is, I, I mean, I, I will always want to be an engineer. Yeah. I don't care if... And, and this is a conversation I've had with Jeff Ellis many times because he's always like, bro, you make more money mixing. Why don't you just do more mixing? You're sure. a good mixer. You can yeah. mix. Like, why don't you mix more? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I don't care, man. You just like engineering. I like yeah. recording bands. I like being in the studio. I like yeah. being in that career. That's what gets me off sure. on, the, on the recording side of things is like that feeling of exercising my creative intelligence sure. and like doing all that Capturing stuff. Capturing everything, yeah. Right, yeah. right. So it's like you get these... The, that will, I mean, I'm going to Phil Ramone it. I'm going to Ed Cherney it. I'm going to work until I die in the yeah. studio. Yeah. Uh, and I don't care. Like if, if you told me, and that's the one thing about circling back to 15 years ago before I even got about this. Uh, we, we, I was going to say this earlier, but I, I kind of missed the intro to it. But um, ha- my daughter being born, yeah. you know, she was born 14 years ago. My daughter being born was literally the moment where I was like, I'm working a job, yeah. but I need to do something I love sure. because I will never be as successful doing something just because of the money or sure. just because of the, you know, the, the, it's a job yeah. as I will, if I love what I'm doing, yeah. you know, and if yeah. I love what I'm doing, it will change everything for me. Yeah. And, and so that's why I was like, man, I love music. That's like the only thing I can, how do I make this a job? And then, so that became the whole move is yeah. like, First, the goal was like, how do I make music a job? And then the next goal was like, how do I make uh, this job a career? And then the next goal is like, how do I make this career a legacy? You know, and that's the stepping stones of getting to a place, which is like, like seeing all these things, having those moments where you're like, you know, for some people having a child would be like, I need to do something more stable. Yeah. Yeah. I need to like, I need to buckle down. Sure. Mine was like, uh, uh, like you got to do, you got to step outside your comfort zone. You got to like expand your boundaries because just a job is not going to be enough for you and you'll never be happy. And then it will be even worse to have like gone through all this. So now, like, how do you do all of these things into this progress? And so, like, that's that's how the goal has changed. That's how the the end state has changed. That's where I see all the things going. Is like 
bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And yeah. I'm, I love this job. I yeah. love doing it. And the funny thing about this whole making money from it is that if tomorrow I decided, and I, I've said this before, so this shouldn't be a shock to anybody, but I could essentially have enough passive income right now. Sure. If I sure. left LA, yeah. right, I could be fine. You sure. know, like yeah. I could, I could mix one song a week yeah. for the rest of my life, live in Montana and, yeah. and yeah. just be cool. But if I did that, like if I left the music industry, if I retired, I would, I would still be doing the same things. Sure. You know, yeah. retirement to me looks like what I do now. Yeah. Just maybe with a few more vacation days in between yeah. and a few yeah, more yeah. like choices to Less step back. Less existential moments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just know, doing but, it what you love. But yeah. that's the whole thing is to look at like my, my, my life is successful because I'm doing what I love and I would do it whether you paid me nothing for it yeah. or I got paid thousands of dollars a I day it. to do yeah. it. So yeah. that's what I think um, for, the, for the, the, the people out there trying to look at where they're going and yeah. what they're doing and all that stuff is like, I know a lot of people want to make a career out of music. Yeah. You know? And it is a bit like being in the NFL or being, yeah. you know, being in the NBA where yeah. it's like how many people actually make it to that yeah. level and what do you have to do? But when you look at those people, you know, anybody who's doing it, none of them are doing it just for the paycheck. Yeah. You couldn't possibly get to be LeBron James. I was going to say, yeah, for just the paycheck. Yeah. You uh, have to love every you second have of it. to. Yeah. I was because, thinking the same thing as you were, you, you were preaching about that, that you, uh, we've, I think touched on this before, but you, you really shouldn't get into this unless you love it so much. Yeah. You would do it for free. Now that's not to say that you should do it for free because neither of us could survive. We say that yeah. it sounds nice, but we couldn't survive if that but, were the case. But if you are in this, there are better jobs that are there are more practical paths to money yeah. in. And so it's it's really that for that practical reason you have to love it because otherwise why would you do it? Yeah, why? why why would you do this? Go make money elsewhere in fact to flip it on its head we've said this before but there's no shame go get a job that provides a regular income and then pursue music as yeah, a passion on yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But if you're going to get into this to Oh, that's my alarm to go pick up my kid at school. <laughs> Rock and roll baby. Um yeah, just to uh, side tangent on that, I did a gig for a friend a few last weekend. I think it was. Uh, I drove out to Ojai, which yeah. is like it was like almost a two oh, I hour. I think I saw drive. this online. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was like almost a two hour drive out there because there's Friday and traffic sure. and everything. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was literally my friend asked me to do it. He could have told me that there was no. When he asked me, I was assuming I wasn't going to get paid. Yeah. Right. And. Um, and he um, he asked me to go out there, and he's a good friend, and he moved out to Ojai, and he wanted to do a show. Hadn't done a show since before the pandemic, so he was like, I'm nervous about all this stuff, and I want to like make sure it's really good. It was, there, you know, it was a bar yeah. in Ojai. Yeah. There might have been 75 to 100 people total nice. yeah. in the place, yeah. you know, like, and most of them were actually there eating, you sure. know, not yeah. there, like, for, for the, the show. Yeah. They just yeah. happened, and... um. And and he's great, great musician and everything. Yeah. And no slight to him. I, I'm Danny's uh, uh, Dan Say- you, Danny. Satan, great guy, great artist. Sounds just like Tom Petty. Uh, Real talk. If you nice. love Tom Petty and you miss Tom Petty, nice. go look up Dan Satan's stuff. I swear to God, he sounds exactly like Tom Petty. He's making Tom Petty music. You should just go listen to it. He's like the Greta Van Fleet of Tom Petty. You know? <laughs> nice. But yeah. um, but I. I I got paid. It was. It took me a whole day, you yeah. know, like because they actually asked me too. They said we're going to add a couple speakers to our PA. Oh wow! And um, 
you know, would you mind helping us set that up as well? We'll have a guy to do the con- the construction stuff, but could you just help make the decisions, sure. run the wires, yeah. do all that stuff, you know? And, you know, I, 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 that's like, that's like so beneath my skill level or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and also they were offering me $25 an hour, which to some people yeah. might be like, Oh man, that's great. But that's literally like almost McDonald's wage in California these days. Sure. You know? yeah. So, yeah. so um, I think I made $150 the whole day and I, and I had to drive two hours out there sure, and an hour that, and a yeah. half back, Jeez. you know, not, not on the clock, you yeah. know? So I literally spent 10 hours yeah. to do this thing and I, and I just mixed his live show yeah. on a Yamaha classic yeah. T14. I don't yeah. even remember what it was, yeah, you yeah. know, like just the most simple digital mixer. Yeah. There was nothing complicated about it. I was not, uh, uh, I, I didn't exercise my brain super hard yeah. to get to those. It wasn't like a job that I did for any technical reason. It wasn't for money. Yeah. It was just simply for the love of a friend. Yeah. And the love of the music, yeah. you know, and, and I got out there and I did that and I felt, I, I came back and I was happy, yeah. you know, I did get food poisoning. No, you didn't. Yeah, oh, I got bummer. food poisoning. Food poisoning so is the worst. It was shitty too because Run the Jewels was playing, a, uh, they had a four day oh, yeah. run in, in yeah. California and his man and Mike's manager reached out to me and was like, hey man, you want to come to a show? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Saturday is my first free day. I can't yeah. go Friday because I got oh, a thing. Oh no, got, but you were sick. <laughs> yeah. And then Saturday came around. I was like, man, give my ticket away. I'm, I'm sick yeah. of shit. You know, like I can't get to see Run the Jewels. Brutal. So, brutal. so it cost me literally three days of work. For real. Because yeah. I couldn't do anything for two yeah. days because like I, you know, if you ever had food poisoning like you know it's essentially like it's essentially like getting you, you, sure. like the flu yeah to the you're max, down for the you know? count you're for a couple for days yeah. so it was literally like three days of me just like laying on my couch just being yeah. like oh my god i feel like shit Man, you know? i can't worst. believe this happened to me yeah so i lost three days of work to yeah. do this thing for Brutal. literally 150 dollars you know that barely covered the gas yes. and yeah. the, you know and the and the, the but for food, the love of the know? game baby but for the love of the, hey man it, they gave me free food out there which gave me food poisoning potentially <laughs> potentially i'm not blaming them sure. i also did eat mcdonald's that day sure could have been the mcdonald's but i i got food poisoning it cost me three days i it cost me Sixty dollars in gas or whatever yeah. currently at California gas prices yeah. to drive out to Ojai and back. Man. It was just for the love of it. You yeah. don't do things like that yeah. if it's not just for the love. Yeah. And and honestly, I made a TikTok out of it. You know, it's like <laughs> it was it was good for the TikTok. Sure, that was, sure. that was about it. Yeah. But like at the same time, you know, it's like, man, you know, I felt good. Yeah. I felt good leaving there and yeah. being like, man, I I did a good. It's thing. what you enjoy doing. I yeah. love doing it. It yeah. wasn't stressful at all. Yeah. You know, like I know Dan. Dan was stressed. He yeah. kept he kept asking me like, is should we what is should, is this microphone going to be cool for the vocals? And sure. Is this gonna yeah. Be? And and I was like, man, you're playing fine, for dog. like seventy five people. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it's like no yeah, matter yeah. what I do, someone kind of is going to come up to me in the middle and be like, I can't really hear the vocals. And in this room really with these people, <laughs> each yeah, different yeah. microphone is going to make like a fraction of a difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it's like it's like none of this really matters. But yeah. Also at the same time, man, like. It, it does matter. Yeah. You know, it does matter. Maybe there's one person tonight that's that or that night that was there that. Sure. That, yeah. Creatively. That yeah. remembered why they love music yeah. and like got excited about it. Or maybe they, you know, whatever, yeah. the, whatever the thing is, if you're, if you love it for all the reasons, yeah. you will find a justification for yeah. anything and you will always be happy doing what you do. Yeah. You know, and we've said, Oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, go ahead. Well, I was just a practical. This is reminding me. We've talked a bit about this too, but like we both, I'm sure get this question often. I know I do. People will say, uh, 
I, I'm getting into audio, but I, I'm going to need to make money within a set amount of time or something. Yeah. And my answer to you would be, don't get don't into get it. Don't get into it, yeah. Not, because, not out of hopelessness <clears throat> and not to, to just be some drill sergeant who's like, you, you, you're going to suck for a while. It's just, pra- this is not a practical job. Do not get into anything musical uh, as a practical decision. This yeah. is it, just echoing what you're saying. You have to love it. Eventually it can, if you do it well uh, and you keep your nose to the grindstone, it can pay off. Hopefully it does. Um, but it is not a practical decision. Yeah. And, and if you have some kind of stipulation like that, or like I gotta make, I have to be making money within a year, I wouldn't. I just legitimately wouldn't do it. Do it on the side. Yeah. I have to pee and go too. So and I have to go get and my kid from school. I think that's a great time. I think we have covered a lot. I of this. I think we covered a lot. This was yeah, we very, covered we got a lot. Deep. It was a really good, really good conversation. Um, I think um, my my final parting words are just like you know, no matter whether music is your goal or not is your is your career goal or any of that stuff like i think that doing things for you know setting your goals realistically yeah but a little bit outside of the the realm of realistic oh have to yeah being ready to pivot from your goals at any time and being ready to to change i think all of those are like as a goal you know set a happiness goal sure set a lifestyle goal But be ready for all of your goals that have actual definitions, yeah. like me with a TV show or sure. me with, you know, yeah. like set them to be changeable. Yeah. You know, like I never thought that this podcast would be what this podcast sure. has been. And now you look know? at us. We've, we've This is the real picture of success. There's dozens of listeners. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, it's like, uh, you know, set your goals. Be happy with yeah. the outcome, though. Yeah. Be happy with Dude. where you end up and, and, and set that as the real goal. I happiness. love that. That's a word. Uh, you just said something I can't believe we didn't touch on. I'm so glad you did because I could see the counterpoint being made by someone who listened you know, in the comments. I, we are certainly not advocating for not setting goals and not setting big, ridiculous goals. Yeah. I'm all about – I said it earlier, but I'm so cocky. I have no problem with vanity. And I mean that like in a healthy way. Like you – I think you should be aiming for things that are – Unattainable, yeah, yeah. De- like by definition. I love that. I'm all about my goals. I didn't say this earlier. So for for maybe in my defense, but also for anyone listening, my goals are ridiculous, and I could name them right now. And that you would you'd be like, who do you think you are? And right. I'm like, I think I'm Shane Lance. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> so it's not that I wouldn't dream big, but I think back for me, maybe my closing words. I just love that you said that. I totally forgot that. We, I think it's good to remind people: dream big. Why not? Yeah. Aim for the yeah. biggest stuff, but shoot hold it for with the an stars. Op- yeah. Shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you land no, amongst the stars. Totally. But <laughs> again, to circle that back to what I think is a more powerful point dream big but know a that meaning understand it's not going to fulfill you anyway yeah and hold it with an open hand because yeah, it may that. it will likely shift and shake as life and you and God and all whatever however you define it it's going to move and it's going to shake and you have to be willing to hold it with an open hand so that you can arrive there even if you don't arrive at that exact goal and still be happy yes we've done it this has been a podcast <laughs> this is been- <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for uh, I gotta always pee. being. Shane has to pee. Uh, episode. This is episode five, man. Season two. Is we it, are. Uh, yeah. We are gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start dropping these. So, uh, if anyone needs to borrow any money, I have a lot of Uber money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I'm pretty rich. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for coming.